0: Star. Star, yeah, yeah. Y'all already know, Y'all already know. Seven the pants, seven to pants. They do on the beers on the beat. Yeah, yeah. We live in entertainment, live it entertainment. Sound, shame, sound, shame, sound, shame. Round the kings, round the kings, homie. This is where it get ill. About to have a tip off live as a chip drill from the court to the diamond to the track to the big skin, flying around the field, starting five forever, keeping it real. If it matters in the world of sports, world of sports, jeans and long sleeves, they taking those shorts, no shorts. So hot to death, oh yes, these other sports podcasts live as a pro's course. This market wave the starting five, goes off, goes off. No matter who you share, four emotions out the window, they analyze with clear thoughts. thought they take you way deeper than the force ever. No longer got any use for the four letters. The latest news, score stats, and the view from the sideline ain't no guideline, it's just the truth, just the truth. Yeah, no need to dig for a hard line. It's always in season if you can start five. go start five. going in on three, run the baseline, start five, get it. We got what you, we need. got what you need. the sports news you see, we don't waste time. We talking cause we live it. We got what you, we need. got what you yeah. we go going in on three, run the baseline, start five, get it. We got what you, we need. got what you And y'all know me, seven sign, I'm the illest cat, stick. I got what you need. I got what you
1: need. What's up, y'all? Thank you for tuning in to the Star 5 Podcast. What I need y'all to do now is hit up the starter5podcast.com. That's where you'll be able to find all of our podcast streaming links, our Instagram, our merch link. You can even become a patron right at the front page. And also, you can leave us a voicemail at 929 352 6219. And we'll play your voicemail on the next episode. New episodes released every Thursday. What up y'all, we are finally, finally here. An hour late, but y'all know colored people, we run late. We got a special set of time rules for us. I am your boy, the mayor, that DJ named Ace Five, your mom's favorite fat guy from deepest darkest Africa. We are back with the newest episode of the starting five live. First off, I gotta say what's up to my co-hosts, the yellowest man in the room
2: with the nappiest head in the building. <laughs> First time without a hat on, and as you can see why I'm getting my Ron O'Neill on. I'm waiting for it to grow longer so I can straighten the shit out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the Jedi <laughs> Knight, a, AKA the Green Eye Bandit. What's good y'all, what's popping? How y'all doing this evening?
1: We are chilling, and next up, the oldest man in show business, the man with the Playboy mirror set up in the background, finally <laughs> <shaved>. <laughs> Did
3: Grandpa go to sleep on us already? Nah, man. Oh, <laughs> man. Grandpa didn't go to sleep, man. Really, man, I'm not in a joking mood tonight. Well, the jokes are still going to come eventually, but I feel uh, you on that, man. man. I'm not in the joking mood, man, especially with, with, with um, what's, what's going on?
1: Well, we're gonna get into that. Just hold off on that for a second. Next up, we got Brother Hamhock,
4: man, the Deacon's up, bodyguard in the building. <laughs> uh, oh, but you, you laughing at that? I see. you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> good,
4: y'all. Thanks for having
1: me. We finally got, Sammy's been a long time uh, guest on the show and finally showing his face what up. And then last but not least, the homie, the owner of J1Con, the owner of VT Heroes, the creator of VT Heroes and J1Con, the spider dreadhead himself.
5: How y'all doing? I'm your boy. Rich. You know me from a lot of stupid stuff. I'm (laughs) doing a lot of stupid stuff on on social media. Um, But checking out, I own J1Con, the J1 Studios convention. I own the entertainment hub J1 Studios. And I am the creator of the Sentai themed fighting card game that's on hold, because of all this nonsense. Uh, Call you <laughs> heroes. Bam, bam. So got, got
1: yes, yeah, sir. Yes, sir. We're going to talk to you about that in a little while, uh, because as the episode is titled, Games People Play, we're going to talk about some of our favorite sports video games. Like, I know JP, TJ, and myself, we created our own top five lists in no particular order of some of the best Mm-hmm. Video game sports in history. I I don't know a lot of the shit is a lot of old head shit that we gonna drop, but we gonna we gonna have some fun with that. But first and foremost, we gotta talk about cops playing games once again. Unfortunately, mm. JP, JP, I want mm. you to lead this one off.
3: Um, we gonna start off tonight talking about what happened in Minnesota brother named George Floyd man was handcuffed some new video came out today there was no resistance and the man died because this devil sat up here and put his put his knee on his neck for seven minutes man was breathing for air said let me get up and catch some air calling for his bomb and he was still killed and it's 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 beyond outrage It's, it's, it's beyond outrage and you know there might be some things i might say tonight that's going you know what i really don't care i really don't care but um you know how much more praying are you going to do how much more Things we would put up on Facebook, people talk about, I'm sick and tired. You're not sick and tired of nothing, because first of all, you haven't done nothing but complain on Facebook all day. There's real stuff going on out here in the streets. And I, I'm tired, man. I'm, I'm tired of every day. I'm just tired of tired of how we get, we, we get I mean, you know, we're, we're, in a, we're in a time right now where we have an invisible virus killing people. You would think people would come together. But man, let me tell you something, man. And it's, and it's not all. So I want, I want people to understand. I'm not I'm not calling this, but I call a devil a devil. A devil can be of any race or color. And these devils are out of control.
1: Absolutely, man. And this this once again, this situation is absolutely disgusting. Um but it feels like, once again, it feels like. History repeating itself. We've seen this before. This happened just what six years ago on the borough that I reside in. At the time, I only lived a few blocks away from when Eric Gardner got killed. And what made the situation even crazier to me was the fact that one of the officers that was dressed in blue was a kid that I went to high school with Hmm. not high school, junior high school. I, I think he went to high school with me. I don't remember. That is not even relevant anymore because fuck him. I could say his name, but it's that's even that don't make any sense right now. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm with J. am with you on JP on like the level of. Well, now I think we're past the social media. Protesting, though, social media has been doing a lot of good. As far as exposing people, like the the Central Park Karen lady, who got fired just recently for being exposed online, so the 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 in, you know the internet advocacy the internet uh, protesting has done some work, but in a situation like this, it's it it is past the point of memes. It's past the point of the consistent discussion that though yet us being conduits of this kind of information is always good, but it's past the point of, it it really has gotten past the point of discussion. Like what are people going to do behind this? Jason, your thoughts on this?
5: Yeah. um, See, it's being, you know, I'm a black business owner. I see this kind of stuff. Well, even outside of like, I mean, you be a black business owner and then see people trying to call the cops on your business, like, <laughs> you know. Exactly. just all kinds of crazy stuff. Um, or just, I've been in situations where I'm, I'm on, I've been on covers of newspapers and I walk down the street, people know who I am and it's my clutching purse. Or you hear the car door is locked. Or if it wasn't for being known, I could have ended up in a worse situation where a cop come up on me and be like, hey, you know, what you doing around here? You know, stuff like that. I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm just going to give you a quick example. Now I'll get back to it. Um, Me and my wife, we were driving to our vacation house in uh, Virginia. We live in Philly. So, you know, we were like, yeah, let's, let's just, drive in the middle of night, you know, so by the time we get there, we relax, we can wake up in the morning be good. So we driving, not a lot of light because it's dark at this point. Cop pulls us over, uh, a small road. He had somebody already pulled over. We drove by, he stopped everything, chased wow. us down. Um. Thank God I wasn't driving. Cause uh, actually today I was, we were, you know me and my wife, we were talking about this stuff. My wife is mixed. You know what I mean? So so we, we were talking about is a good thing she was driving at the time and I wasn't mm-hmm. because they immediately do stuff like look at her and they're like, are you okay? Mm-hmm. You, you know, immediately I'm the threat. We, we're driving to our vacation. <laughs> I'm holding a skinny can of Red Bull. You know the real skinny ones? <laughs> yeah. I got that and a bag of Funyuns because I was like, I was, I stopped working out and I was like, this is going to be cheap. <laughs> and she's driving. So I'm good. Like they look at the can. Have you been drinking, sir? I'm like this little tiny can of Red Bull. Sure. Like he's like, roll down the window. I'm like, ah, mm, I don't know about that. <laughs> like, I didn't even, I didn't even say no yet. I just gave him a look like, mm his response immediately, don't worry, I'm not gonna shoot you.
1: Wow, damn.
5: The fact
1: that that was his
5: response. Wow. And where we were pulled over Mm. is where black people should not be because it was like no street lights. It was just a thin, like two lane road, just giant trees and mountains, just darkness. I was like, see, See, we should have did this during the day, but, you know, like, it's crazy. And all these situations, people are acting like this is new stuff. It's not that the situations are new. The hood and Black folk together now have cameras and the internet. Mm -hmm. That is the difference. This has been going on, and it hasn't stopped. Mhm. We just didn't have the connection to the rest of the world. Now people are seeing everything that's going on and they can't believe it cuz in their world none of this was happening. 100%, 100%. Ricky. And if it did happen in somewhere like like you know like Minnesota, even New York, stuff that happened in New York, stuff that happened wherever, it didn't reach far because there was no internet. There was no footage. There was none of that to like spread it everywhere. So the story would die off in the neighborhood. Yep. So, like, and it, it is, it is, a, you know, there's so many different ways being a black man. And, and what's worse is, yes, being a dark-skinned black man makes it even worse. The darker yeah. your skin, the deadlier you are to these people. Like, and I, I love, I, I, look, my family is mixed as all get out. We look like we're in tears, you know what I mean? Like, this, <laughs> <laughs> this is like white. <laughs> Like I think there's an Asian kid somewhere. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think you broke
1: up a little something. Right, it's all but, right, man. We'll get right.
5: But but it's just it, it it's just crazy, man. Like I I'm I'm at a loss, and I'm trying not to even post stuff online because I'm I I am tired of posting the stuff online because there's nothing we can really do. If we protest, we get gunfire. If, 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 real talk, if white folk protest with guns, they get they get to the chill. Like
3: <laughs> let me let me say let me let me just say this real quick. There is something we can do. I mean, in, in my opinion, look, man, look, if you if you ain't looking down the barrel of a gun, then you need to do economic boycotts, period. Oh and yes. You, and, and you and you know, and you know, another thing is too. We should not, this, this is going to be hard to say, but it's the truth. If we want to make it better for our children, the next generation, our nieces, nephews, whatever, we, we might have to be martyrs sometime. And I'm not talking about going out here starting a revolution, but I'm just talking about just in general, to make things better, you might have to do that sometimes.
4: But
2: who's going to pick people up people? the martyr, JP? That's the problem. Well, excuse uh, I, But I had a point to
4: make oh, off oh, of that, me? because,
2: I oh, no. you're cool. breaking up, JP. Who's going to who's who's going to pick up the person that's martyred? Is what I'm saying. Like, if this if if you're being martyred, and you have a family, who's taking care of them? Right. You can't. You can't.
3: can't, It's easy to jump in front of the bullet. But where people have done this, you're going to die a coward, or you're going to die standing on your feet. Period. Yeah,
1: but it's not it's not that it's a cowardice thing because it's what J what T J just mentioned. It's not a matter of being a coward. It's a matter of thinking about your, fam- your family sometimes. Okay, and but guess there, what? There are this multiple ways to that do regardless. it. Regardless, then what you want to do then? You know what? It's, it's easy to talk about these things. And like when we have these conversations, the first thing you always mention, which I'm not against. The first thing you always mention is the economic boycotts. Economic yeah. boycott ain't gonna go but so far because yes, One, it is go
3: far. why it's not gonna go far why because why? we don't own no.
2: enough we don't own enough to support you ourselves do you we know don't right JP you we don't
3: see black people don't right own now. supermarkets we you don't know. own transportation you companies. Do we don't 15, own. JP, well, go back and just listen
1: for a second. instead I'm not of listening on. to nonsense. I'm tired of hearing nonsense. It's not nonsense. It's real life, JP. Whatever
3: it's
2: nonsense. It's real life. It's real life, JP. We don't own cab companies. We don't own supermarkets. We don't own clothing enough to support the black community in that fashion. And even in that sense, we're not supporting that community enough for us to economic boycott anything. We don't. We and don't
1: and own on enough top self, of that farms
5: or anything. On top of that too. It's
2: easy to say it. that, but it's
1: not.
5: And on top and
1: of that it, too. It
5: depends on the situation. I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I know, no, I was going
1: to say on top of that too, just look at how us black folks operate in in the first place, which is sad in my opinion because we should be more young uh, Thank you for cutting me. Um the the point the point I'm trying to make is is that it's, it's you can't, it's, we're not unified enough as a people, which is sad is what I was trying to say is we're not unified enough as a people for us as a collective to get up and say, here, perfect example, perfect freaking example before I give Sammy's point of view on this. Perfect example is the whole Gucci nonsense that happened. Remember that was a boycott at the time. And first thing that happened cause people always listen to celebrities first. T.I. said you got three months to get your shit together. What is three months? If we're boycotting a brand, what is three months? Because your closet is, and there's no shots at T.I., T. but your closet is full of them? Your closet is full of Gucci. So you don't want to waste that clothes. You want to wear it again.
2: The, so you're the giving average black free- person is not buying Gucci. Anymore.
1: Right, right, and that's the other thing. So it's, well, why am I going to be on board with that boycott when I can't even relate with that? Okay, and, and so economic boycott right out the window. I'm with you depending on the situation, especially when it comes, but not in the situation of police of policing. That doesn't have much to do with economics. This has more to do with people finally need to get off their ass and the power that everybody talks about within voting, do that. The power within going to your your county meetings and stuff like that, community meetings, if you have the time, you have the energy, do that. Consistently, if we as a people voiced our opinions against stuff even stronger than the internet by vote, by showing up to to these things, and and letting them know we're not going to have this no more, I think that would leave more change than trying to galvanize thousands of people to in unison try not to spend money in a certain way.
2: Though it's a good idea, it's, it's a great idea. It's just not that easy. Listen, I work for a please big box me, store. Please tell me There's how. There's no how, version how did, how of a black big Dr. box King store then, anywhere.
3: How did Doctor King and Lee boycotts back in the day? Please, please tell me how. You can't please compare say, the two. You cannot compare the two, bro. You cannot compare the two. This is a different era. talking about this shit, man. For real, let's move on, man. For real. No, it needs to be discussed, JP. But you think this is the topic you want to talk about? You don't understand. This is not a one-size-fits-all. Real threat. This is not a one-size-fits-all,
2: JP. It's not a one-size-fits-all, JP. And that's what you're trying. I'm not
3: trying. I'm not trying to hear no bullshit. Understand that.
2: Let me know let me know when you find the first black costco and then wimby we can boycott but there's no such thing let me know when you find the first black walmart so we can boycott then we can do that let me know when you find the black franchise P across the entire nation then we can boycott but economic boycott is not going to happen if we we have to go to these stores for fundamental everyday life you can't boycott these places because you need them places
1: yeah, so what yeah, are we boycotting? Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, Jade, you had a point
0: Jade,
1: J- J- you had the point to make off of this. Right. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah.
5: Uh, one of the okay. things I was I was checking out real quick was that like the boycott has value; it has power. Uh, in certain situations, you need a level of connection. Between the groups, between the people, like everyone. It can't just be like, you know, we have to, the things we would have to uh, like boycott would have to be something that's fundamental that without our black dollar would actually affect their economy. Right. Uh, they, we have a powerful black dollar. Uh, ask Marvel, because like when they dropped that Black Panther, that thing exactly. like blew up like crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, like we so we have these we have the means to a degree it it takes a little more organization that's that's what it is um and i think right now it's hard for people to kind of like i guess make a decision or or to make a proper move because everybody is which is rightfully so everyone's angry Right, You know what I mean? But that's the thing is like, when you're angry, that's when you you make your most mistakes.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: So we need to like, and I mean, this is, this is all like, I don't wanna say it's all a fairy tale or anything like this. It's just hard for the black community to do it. Cause one, there's so much, the media goes out of its way to create a separation within the black community with just colorism alone. Yes. Like, you know, Team light skin, team dark skin, all day, every day. You know all that yeah. kind of stuff. Right. Like we need to go beyond that before, like we we have to show that we are a collective before others will even take us seriously.
1: Mm-hmm. And yeah,
5: I, I think that's where some of the problem lies.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely right. You're absolutely that's, right.
4: And Sammy, your your opinion? So. This is a lot of unpacking. Um, so, first off, I'm like really numb towards it. You know, so I'm 28 years old. My first, um, I guess you could say, encounter with this was when Trayvon Martin died. I was a sophomore in college. That hit me hard. For some, I was very naive back then. For some reason, I thought the justice system would find George Zimmerman guilty. And once he was found not guilty, that really opened my eyes to how this country operates. And then you have 2014 when Michael Brown, Eric Gardner get shot and killed by the cops. And then 2016, Alton Sterling gets killed. Um, Our standing in this country, I was just having this conversation earlier, We're the lowest on the totem pole, but we have so much power, you know? Because if you look at the things that people love, like um, culture, entertainment, athletics, music, um, household items, things that people use on a daily basis, majority of it was created by black people. But yet, we're always associated um, as negative stereotypes such as ghetto, bad, Dumb, you know, and it's really disheartening to me. Um, speaking of from the millennial generation, um I would love if we all got up and united to boycott something, but to be quite honest with you, a lot of my peers are just all talk and no action. You know, they'll get on, and I, I've seen I've seen this 2016, 2014. You know you have people that are that I quote fake activists once they're 15 minutes of fame i've seen it, I seen it on the college campus I was at. They did a black lives matter protest next thing you know they're checking out to see oh i'm on the Internet i'm on a newspaper i'm on this i'm on that. I I feel like. We can't unite as one to make a move like that, sad to say Um, we're definitely not my parents or my grandparents' generation. We're not them at all. Like we can't unite to, we can unite to get sneakers. If I could tell you all the posts that I saw about these ugly ass cow looking Nikes selling for $1,800, $2,000, everybody's, ooh, I got 10 phones for that, but what about this? Like we can unite to get to try to buy something, but we can't unite to boycott or protest. Another issue that bothers me, but it's the hypocrisy of this country, is within the last month, I've seen in Michigan, Pennsylvania, Mm -hmm. over Delaware, all of these quote-unquote militias having AK-47s, AR-15s. There's a couple people went to a subway, ordered five-foot, 5 dollar foot-long with a grenade launcher on their back, and nothing happened, Mm -hmm. yet. What we're doing in Minnesota, we get tear gassed shot with rubber bullets and you know portrayed negatively all their rioting and looting and this, that, and the third. But when people bring AK-47s and AR-15s into the state house, there's oh it, it's their first amendment, right? You're trying to take away my guns. It's the hypocrisy of this country. Mm-hmm. And I don't think, I'm not one of these naive fucks that thinks racism is over, racism's gonna go away. Um, we live in a post-racial society. I, I'm not like that. I don't think racism will ever go away. never um, thinks that's insane. Right. Uh, you, have, you have people that think that, trust me. Oh, I know. You know, me, I'm six foot four. I weigh a few ounces, just kidding. But, <laughs> you know, yeah, a ounces deacon yeah, bodyguard i'm a 64 very heavy african-american man you're if, a threat if mm-hmm. you don't see if you don't know me and you see me getting out of my car it might look like i'm a threat if you get to know me i'm like the kindest person you'll ever meet and i think the disconnect is that the majority meaning white america does not take the time to get to know their fellow person like if you got to know me i'm the nicest person you ever meet and you know because of that arrogance not realizing that my ancestors or our ancestors literally built this country the house that trump lives in we built that because it was burnt down in the war of 1812 you know summertime to get on to that point right there too Summertime's coming out one of the biggest toys that people will be playing with, little Johnny and Susie, is the water gun, who created that. A black, yeah, man. black man, yes. It's hot outside, if you want to get cool, I'm chilling in my AC right now, who created the air conditioner. A black man. black man. Black people. If you took black people away from American society, do you know how bland it would be? Do you know how plain... Seasoned chicken, brother. Uh, Seasoned chicken. <laughs> <laughs> like, but part our, of me thinks they would be fine with that our I mean, to not just the United States but throughout the world is astonishing but yet we're treated like we're second third class citizens and it bothers me and I already know how this is going to end we're all outraged right now we're all upset This doesn't apply to JP, and I say this personally because we have these talks very frequently. But as a whole, we're upset. We make memes. You know, we we're gonna we come together. We do this, and then as time goes on, we go back and dissipate, like nothing ever happened. So right in the out the outrage stage, and it's disappointing, and it happens with every every. Black person that gets shot and killed that that's recorded, okay. Trayvon Martin. People were in an outrage. Two months later, oh yeah, that's crazy. It's sad that happened, but oh, you know what I mean. Like, I I just feel like, especially like the younger, um, black generations, like we're just numb to it, you know. And I'm I'm gonna tell you, something. I know a few police officers that are black men. And they're good people, but you know when I'm driving, I, I work out of state. I'm always looking for the cops. Whenever I see a cop in the distance, I got both hands like I'm taking a driving test, doing speed limit, both hands, music that like I don't want to be the next hashtag, and that's something that not just black women, black men have to deal with, but black women as well. And a friend of mine raised it And children. Very interesting point today, that Brianna Taylor, I believe that's her name. Yes, that did not get as much publicity or awareness as George Floyd. Not comparing the two, not you know anything like that. But you know, we have to appreciate our black women. We have to do a much better job of that. Um, Black men as a whole, you know, and you know, I have friends, I have a good friend of mine who shits on black women whenever they get the opportunity to, and it pisses Mm -hmm. me off. We have to do a much, we have to do a much better of understanding, appreciating, and preserving the black family. You know, because without that, we would not exist. True indeed, true indeed. I'm I'm just really like, I'm very upset about this whole thing. I haven't expressed a lot of things on social media about it but uh, i'm just seeing that image right
1: and i'm i'm like i'm i'm with you on that man because it's like again it, it, how much of the facebook instagram twitter activism can we do you know i'm in new york so things are totally different as far as being able to contact or do whatever with Minnesota. Like, honestly, I have my boy, shout out to Jason, who was on the, the show, uh, what was it, last week or two weeks ago. He was out there, I seen him posting up there, he was at the rallies and stuff out there. The one he was at is peaceful. I know recently, I think as today or as yesterday, they, you know, they started to really show their outcry, which I'm no longer mad at like when people riot or, or loot or something like that, because you know what, they put us in a position. You're doing to, it now. Right. They they put us in a position, unfortunately, to where that is how we get to let out our cries of, yo, we're tired of this shit. We're sick of this shit. And it's, it's this shit hurts. And yet you still continue to not do anything about it. Now, I uh, but to the point, I wanted to segue into something more for that, but the point that Sammy made before of, you know how dry this country would be without black culture this country hate it or love it people is as more hours it's more hours than it is theirs oh absolutely because some of us one some of us have been here already not everybody came over on the slave ships as we've been taught throughout history right. some of us have been here Again, when we're talking about the foundation and how things were built and construction, constructed, even down to some of the, the tools created to use this, to use to make things, have been created by Black people, and people of color. So this country is, if if not ours, it's more, in my opinion, it's more ours than theirs. <laughs> and but yet daily on the daily in and out because shit happened in history. We've become oppressed. We've become the ones who are the doormats to everything. And again, it I, I'm I'm not against JP when he mentions the economic boycotts. That is just a piece of what's needed to correct and make change. That's not always the first thing, in my opinion. And unfortunately. Yeah. Hated or loving people, we have to I, We have to vote. You, you got to vote these people out. Yeah. It starts from home. It starts with the lower local elections. Get these people out that aren't doing what we want. It's that simple. People like Killer Mike, David Banner, a lot of these other people, Sean King, and, and, and people who are more prominent names out there have been talking about these things for a long time. And just as long as we have, their names just broadcast a little louder. But if we wanna talk about change real quick, I wanna show this. Big ups to the University of Minnesota and the president of the school. They sent this letter out just recently. Dear students, faculty, and staff, our hearts are broken after watching the following video capturing the actions of Minnesota Police Department officers against George Floyd, leading to his tragic death. As a community are outraged, grief stricken I don't have the words to fully express my pain and anger and I know that many in our community share those feelings but also fear for their own this will not stand today I am announcing two immediate changes regarding our relationship with MPD. first I have directed senior vice president Brian Burnett to no longer contract with the Minnesota police department for additional law enforcement support needed for large events such as football games, concerts and ceremonies. Second, I have directed university police chief, Matt Clark to no longer use Minnesota police department when specialized services are needed for university events such as canine explosive detection units. We have a responsibility to uphold our values as a duty and duty to honor them. We will limit our collaboration with the MPD to joint patrols and investigations that directly enhance the safety of our community or that allow us to investigate and apprehend those who put our students and faculty and staff at risk. The rest of the letter y'all can read if you come to the Star Five podcast group. Thanks, Mike Patton, the general, for posting that up by way of the three-point conversion. Shout out to them. Um, that, to thing? me... That's a that is a start of something in letting them know, look, we I mean, and, and again, this is a, I believe this is a state school. They're letting them know we're not here for the bullshit no more. We're not can here I, for the bullshit and we're not going to allow you to ride off of us with the freebies of enjoying football games and things like that for work.
2: Can I say this? Because this is also an integral part, but white people have to start holding their own feet to the fire you know what i'm saying Absolutely. like just like with the whole blue line thing and not crossing and that on another you froze up but I... and not and not snitching on a cop or anything like that but cops not snitching on each other and things of that nature they have to hold themselves accountable and that's an integral part to the whole movie yeah I mean, well.
4: and the crazy thing is they won't
2: and that's no, and that right. and that'll be the problem from this point on because and that's the, and that's the thing though it's that
1: uh, when you look at it as a whole though it's it's not the whole I, I think now more than ever a lot more people have been speaking out than what we've been seeing in the past I know personal friends of mine that's why I can only speak to my own circles like they see the bullshit and understand and we have these conversations but right. it's not just it's not just up to My own circle of people, you know, Jason. I would say the same. I'm sure you've had these conversations. You know, I mean, Philly is one of those cities that it's like that. Yeah, you got that mix. That it's kind of like Staten Island, like the South Shore Staten Island is that Trump side, back the blue, no matter what side. But then you got my side, like the Northwest Shore. You know, we we, the the vibe and the mentality of people out here are more caring towards the other side
5: yeah I mean we I mean there's a mix of everything out here and you know even within your circle of friends you might hang out with at a bar or whatever everybody has different opinions um online it's been just i haven't seen all kinds of posts and i I've, I've just this year alone I just told myself for a while that I was just going to step back from talking publicly about politics and all that other stuff, like because uh, it's, it's exhausting to, like, it just it's so you frustrating. You keep repeating
2: yourself. You just keep repeating yeah. yourself. Yeah. And I feel not like i talking,
5: talking to a brick wall, you know? right? Like, and right. Then people want to use these opportunities to hit me up and like talk to me like i'm a delegate for the entire black community and right. be like so what you know so what's your thought on it yo
2: it's it's been the same thought from the beginning though you know what i'm saying it's like it hasn't changed
5: and the, and the, it is frustrating when they want to like take the spin off of it on you could tell my man had some racial like biases involved with this yeah. but then they're like, "Oh, why is it always got to be a race thing?" Or <laughs>
2: because it is.
5: It is. Like, <laughs> it is. It
2: is my guy. It is.
5: Like, and then they always talk about. They immediately do like, "Well, you know, black folk do this in the black community. White folk, do, you know, like they they try to, you know, uh,
2: it's like they can't commit the same crime and be treated the same way."
5: Right. And they want to redirect the, the, the narrative by looking for someone who may have said something in the comments and be like well they said something racist let's focus on that I'm like no let's focus on the on the dead body that's right here like you know like
2: moving the goalposts
5: moving the goalposts right? yeah and it's um, ugh.
4: in my circle of friends very few, if any, white people. And that's intentional. I don't want to have to worry about any potential racial bullshit that might occur. I just feel like it's simpler to hang out with people that are like you. And that, you know, I remember my sophomore year of college, people, people were like, oh my God, you're so racist. Why do you call white people them? Barack Obama is president. Oh, we've come so far it's not the civil rights movement that yeah. get shot and I'm like told you bitch. that's, like, like, I, that's unfortunate I, though to me
1: that's, that's that's unfortunate in my opinion because it, it just it it also it's it's that's kind of a a a description on how we all were raised because i I can't take that same stance as you. My best friend growing up is Danny O'Sullivan he's in the group. He like that's my brother. I've known him since the age of five, you know my family is like Jason mentioned, his family's super mixed, my family's super mixed, you know. I mean, I work with them guys, all white, <laughs> you know, it's like it's it's it all depends on how we're raised. And you know, it's it's you know, JP has a number of friends too that are also white and stuff like that. But it's like it all depends on how we're raised, how we grew up. You know like it's it's totally it's it's different
4: it's that just different one, each case is different i make one quick point so i'm just speaking on me personally yeah, i yeah yeah i didn't ex- i didn't experience racism until 2010 my freshman really? year. really yes, wow wow, listen,
1: <laughs> wow.
4: the jerseys where i live at and grew up is a predominantly black town so, all throughout school, my friends were black and Hispanic.
2: Like but they people. never they never discussed racism or being
4: I profiled mean, or anything like that? Well,
5: they probably discussed it, but our, never explained. Our
4: biggest, our biggest thing was, you know, fights and this, that, and the third. But typical, you know, high school, middle school shit, but right, once Obama was elected, that's when I, me personally, again, when I kind of started to see Certain people, professionals, that I thought were cool mm. uh, show, show their true size. Like, there's this okay. wonder, one gym teacher, okay, like Ben Roethlisberger. He loves the hip-hop culture. I thought, you know, he's down, he's one of the homies and everything. Obama got elected. He was like, oh, you know, he he he. all he could do was give good speeches, this, that, and the third. And to me, that was like, okay, something's off here. But I was one of those young, dumb, naive-minded millennials that thought, you know, we're in a post-racial society. Once I got to college, the racism there, boy, it's thicker than cold peanut butter.
2: <laughs> yeah, but like I said,
4: sure. it's, it's, it's good
1: like our express up. though, Sammy. It's how we come up. It's where we all came up differently. Right. We all came up differently, man. But good to good put bad. a pin in this, because we got to move on. We got to move on, man. Rest in peace. To George Floyd, rest in peace. To Breonna Taylor, rest in peace. To everybody who's lost their lives to senseless, senseless violence. That just means it makes no never mind, man. But uh, yeah, rest in peace to everybody. Um, now moving on. Got to give my brother some props here. Play this little thing real quick because leading into our video game conversation, we got to talk about this here. Oops, audio. <laughs> It would be nice if the audio was on. Well, that was just a little snippet commercial, but the point was made nonetheless, VT Heroes. We got the creator of what's soon to be fantastic smash hit tabletop card game. Uh, Jason, what was your influences in making this? I You ain't know, gotta explain it to me, but explain it to the people.
5: I mean, obviously uh, the tokusatsu genre in Japan. I mean, we know it here in America is Power Rangers and all that stuff. Remember like, um, Beetleborgs and all that uh, crazy stuff, Ultraman, all that good stuff. Um, I wanted to make. I, I used to be a game developer, and then I wanted to get back into it. Uh, I, I miss. I miss working on comics. I haven't worked on a comic in a few years just because J1Con took off. Like conventions. Running a convention takes your whole life; <laughs> it almost takes your soul. You know that because you help out with with uh, making sure that the Blackfinity Gauntlet is magic every year.
1: Um percent! Shout out to my brother JP on the bottom, who's been a part of each one of them we've been around with.
5: Yep. Yeah, like, and I, I appreciate y'all always coming through and rapping. Um, well, with VT Heroes, I just wanted to get back into gaming and all that stuff. I I wanted, to, I I wanted, to, I just miss creating, and I don't know. I I was really into this, like I had this whole kick. I was going through like old stuff, and I was like, man, I used to design all these body suits and all this cool stuff. I was like, man, I should do something with all this. And I still had a game that this is based off of that. Did really well the uh, back in the early two thousands when Yu Gi Oh was like
4: oh that's that was my shit
5: the newer <laughs> like thing. Um, I remember I was a guest at Wizard World because I had created this other card game called VTF um, that. I got in the school, I got in the art institute with it, because back then you had to actually have a portfolio to get an art institute, and I was like, hey, I made a game, and they were like, word, and they played the game, and they were like, we got to get this fool in here now, so they jump-started me three weeks ahead, put me in, and bumped uh, alumni out of the display spot for Wizard that's World. Dope. That's dope, that's dope like three weeks into college. I was like, where? <laughs> and I was hated, uh, uh, you know, back at the school because like that dude was like the, the Zach Morris of the, <laughs> you know what I mean? And, but at the time, one of the VPs of sales from uh, Upper Deck, because at the time they had the rights to Yu-Gi-Oh, came over, played the game and was like, you ever think about selling this? Wow. And I was like, well, now that I know you want to buy it, I know it's worth something. So how about I'm not going to sell it?
4: <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> and I, I, and what happened was I started J1 Studios and then that took over my life. And then the, the game kind of fell a, along the wayside. And I was just like, you know what? I need to bring it back, but uh, I need to improve yeah. on it. And with that, you know, I started, you know, by hand making these cards like drawing them out all that stuff like the first samples i'm at my my i'm in my that's
2: a lot of work brother that is a lot of work a lot
5: of cards (laughs) (laughs) this was this this like little set of like this was the game the initial alpha testing of the game no lie like i was just like writing stuff like scribbling stuff out like this is the power card and it does level three like <laughs> <laughs> and i put this thing together now i have, I have a sample of I have samples of the actual beta now because then i sat down and hand drew <laughs> this stuff so now there's actual cards you know what i mean like with actual characters and the way it is i want i love fighting games so i combined my love for like stuff like power rangers and i love my love for fighting games and i wanted to have something like card games because they're on the go you don't need electricity you could just be hanging with some friends on the stoop and decide to play um
1: yeah
5: and i kind of want to bring back that whole nostalgia of like the 80s 90s of like like that whole like cartoon and Power Ranger, all that silliness, like that fun, brought
2: that in, put that all together. It also brings people together without using their phone and
5: stuff like that though too. Eventually we will make a mobile version. Um, <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, I'm in talks with uh, making a mobile version, but I want the, the card game version to go out first. You know what I mean? Uh, so what it is is it's a one-on-one fighting game and you build your VT hero based on uh, your color, the element, and the totem slash spirit animal, and those give you different abilities and different stats. So okay. you could be the blue fire spider when you you know just put your setup together, <laughs> and then somebody else could be like the white ice dragon, and like you you use your action cards, which are the ones I showed you, and based on hold on, on hold like, on. White,
1: do we, do we, do we want to be white dragons right now? We'll <laughs> <laughs> <My bad.
5: laughs>
0: make them black. <laughs> <laughs> right,
1: go ahead, though. <laughs> Um
5: But yeah, it, like, and I started beta testing it and taking it to different locations, uh, you know, I had, um because I am now brought the, got the attention of some of the Power Rangers, and at J1Con 2019, we had two of the Power Rangers from Power Rangers in Space. We had Andros, uh, the Red Ranger, and Zane, the Silver Ranger, and they actually helped present the game at J1Con, which was just really cool seeing, like, po- actual Power Rangers playing my guard game like that. Yeah.
2: That's dope. Yeah. It's got to be a great feeling, too.
5: Yo. And then I started touring other conventions and other places, and people have been hitting me up on social media, emails. Damn. Trying to, like, be a part of it. Even got the, like, other Power Rangers, like, have been hitting me up and, like, wanting to jump in on this. Dope. And so I haven't even put the game out because I'm trying to, I wanted to do a Kickstarter for it. You know, brother got bills. You know, I worked hard. I literally, <laughs> I, 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 when I say blood, sweat, and tears, no lie. Dan, you know about this. I stabbed my tendon <laughs> in my know. thumb cleaning um this knife that, like, it just, I didn't know it had a sticky film on the blade. So I was like doing the proper cleaning, but I wasn't paying attention. And I didn't know it took the sponge, <laughs> like the whole sponge and everything. And this thing is razor sharp came back hit my hand didn't feel a thing until i looked at the sink and the sink was red i was like oh that's that what is that and then i looked at my hand i was like oh it's my whole hand all right cool i cleaned it up (laughs) then next you know my hand stopped working right and i was like oh i gotta get this checked out because i at first i was like nah i'll be all right
2: couldn't That's that call. real Japanese blade steel right there, brother.
5: <laughs> yo, yo, it really was, it really
2: was. Tori type
5: shit. <laughs> yo, when I say I was in pain drawing, I was like, yo, I got, maybe I should j- get this checked out. And I talked about it on, on Facebook, and the comments blew up where everybody was like, if you don't go to a hospital. <laughs> and, uh, of course, and, you know, of course, eventually eventually i went and uh, got it checked out and they were like yeah you severed your tendons wow. and I was like, Oh, dang. so they gave me a brace and i literally would have to draw because i like some of this art that you're seeing like on these cards is hand drawn
2: you're amazing um, brother
5: and i designed the cards themselves like in photoshop you know what i mean like i got the sizing and all that stuff um so I would have to draw for 20 minutes like take my brace off they gave me this like weird like black brace thing and i had to take it off draw for 20 minutes put it back on because then the pain would just wow Mm -hmm. and i did this and i didn't know how important thumbs are when it comes to using scissors (laughs) um because there's a
4: literal
2: there's a literal hole for the thumb for the scissors bro
5: Look, listen, I didn't know how, but I was like, oh, I can do this, I got this, no worries, no worries. And so, what, what you don't know is these beta, this beta cassette, the front and the back are two separate sheets that I cut <laughs> out of a whole sheet and then glued together and then ran them through the laminator. One deck by itself is like 130 cards. Jesus. And I made two sets of this thing just in case.
2: <laughs> Yo, your dedication is unprecedented. Unprecedented, bro. Yeah,
5: I was like, <laughs> like my hand was tore up. But now I, you know, I'm not double jointed anymore. That, that kind of sucks. But you know, all right, cool. But like, yeah. like I said, it's been getting a lot of love online. Um, uh, the common ramen studios, they their martial arts stunt team, they came together and did like that video that you saw. Nice. Uh, I actually put together a commercial, like the first official commercial, because I, I do voice acting, so I, I shot the whole commercial. Because for all the J1Con commercials, there, you know, I, I do usually do a voiceover or edit and, you know, put those together. So I put together a whole 90s style commercial where it's like kids playing, and as they're playing, the actual heroes are like there fighting. And when Law from the Paladins of Cosplay sent me, before even that, the commercial, he sent me a picture, and it was a picture of the helmet of one of my VT heroes. And I was like, whoa, that's real. I got a real helmet, like <laughs> freaking <it> out. <laughs> Next thing you know, he sends me another picture of a bodysuit. I'm like, what? "Wow!" I'm like, no, this can't be true. Oh my God, I can't believe this. Next year, you know, I go and I'm on, I you know made it my connections with uh, smoke you know smoke for you know Eric Moran he he helps out me and him known each other since the nineties. We get together and I'm on set, looking at my drawings, walking around me, and I'm like yo I'm having my Stan Lee moment. Yes, like my Stan. This is my Stan Lee moment. I remember creating these characters, and now I'm on set, directing this commercial of these guys fighting
2: quick question how did your wife feel about you dedicating your hand to the drawings when you was all jacked
5: up uh-huh. like that <laughs> she knows i'm insane um <laughs> <laughs> she knows when i have something like when i'm in my like zone for like creating something man yeah ain't no stopping me i mean that's she dope. taught me though getting that pain though because i'd be drawing i'd be like i'd be in bed we'd be watching like netflix or something i'm in bed drawing i'm like he. Just immediately, like, like, uh, oh, but, um, and uh, like, bless you, Penn, for like the, the brace and the like, short bit of therapy that you gave me and tricks to like, be able to like, move my fingers again. Like, uh, and and now, I got (coughs) a soundtrack coming out, like for like, all these different musicians, all the people from my music fest. Then you, you know what I'm talking about the music f- side mm-hmm. of J1Con and like my music yep. festival. I created music festivals back in the day. I'm pulling all my connections from all the different scenes. It was like hip hop, rock, industrial, like all these people were coming together. Um. Oh, I see somebody asking if there's a website. It's just the Instagram. Mm-hmm.
1: That's what I wanted to get into. That's what I wanted you to get to because we got to get on to the game talk. Yeah. You gave a fully detailed explanation of what you got going on with the game. So I want to make sure everybody does support it. But to follow where you're at now.
5: Right now, the only place you can get true direct information is on Instagram. And you could just look up uh, VT Heroes on Instagram. And that's. You'll see the commercial. The commercials on there. You'll see pictures with me and some of the Power Rangers. You'll see me with some of my, uh, uh, with some of my VT heroes. Announcements of who the actors are for my VT heroes. You'll get to see all that information. Just remember VT heroes. Right? Got it. Uh, VT heroes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a billboard.
1: <laughs> so now let's jump into this right away. We're just going straight in top sports video games. They said TJ, JP, and ourselves built a list. I'm just going to get this one out the way because this was a unanimous pick on one of the best sports (laughs) video game franchises ever. And then I'll just, you know what it is? I'll just throw it to some of y'all just to make a little piece about the game and then we'll keep it moving. But first up, the first one that we all kind of unanimously agreed on, not this game particularly, but...
5: (laughs) but not before they're inside the 25th. The Game of Madden.
1: They go play action
5: here on first down. Back of the end zone. Could he get his feet down?
1: I had to show an Eagles win, of course. Of course. Of course. <laughs>
5: yeah. Thank, Thank, you sure. of course. Thank you, sir.
1: But, but you know, the Game of Madden, I mean, for me, we all unanimously kind of picked this game as far as one of the best games. I mean, it's one of the longest running franchises ever. Um, my old apartment in the bronx where we used to live should have many a dents in the walls for me <laughs> rage quitting so many emotions but the best emotion just personally for myself that i tie madden with is this i'll make this story as quick and brief as possible because it's it's just so it's important to me the day my daughter was born, August 16th or 07, my oldest oh, daughter, first child. The, the Madden, so I think it was Madden 07 or Madden 08, it released the day before, the 15th. My brother drove it up to me when I was working up in Jersey. I get home, I play for five hours at night, knowing the next day we had the sonogram <laughs> appointment. So I had three hours of sleep. We get to the sonogram appointment, flash forward, doctor says, calls over to the hospital. Um. Get this woman to bed. You're, she's going to have a baby today. Long story short, my daughter was born. I was dead tired, but stayed awake for everything, seen the birth of everything. And from then on out until two years ago, I have bought every single copy of Madden to go wow. along the siege just because of that moment there.
4: Wow, so
2: Madden
1: is one of the top ones on the list. Um,
5: Madden
4: is life, man, for real.
1: It is, it is.
5: I have a love-hate relationship with Madden. Uh, I, think many <laughs> I, I broke my PSP thanks to Madden. <laughs> uh, uh, think about it. All right, check it out. I'm about to win by like maybe like five points. It was, it was like a weird number. I was like, I don't know how this worked out, but like I'm about to win. I'm about to win the Super Bowl. This is hot fire. It was like a few seconds left on the clock. I was like, yeah, might as well go for a little touchdown or something like that. No, it was a field goal. I tried to go for a field goal, kick the field goal. They block the field goal. My man picks it up. The largest defensive picks it up and outruns every Nobody one. Nobody
2: tackles our him. Nobody tackles
5: him. Nobody tackles him. <laughs> Time is already over. Touchdown wins
2: you the lose.
5: game. You lose. <laughs> in my hand, like this, I was laying on the bed and I was like, my God. <laughs> PSP exploded against the so, wall. I was like
1: nah rage, rage rage quitting can be some of the best feelings in the world but then it's like Fuck, I have to go back and buy that shit again. Oh no no no
5: <laughs> I, I put that thing back together again. I just got that PSP still works.
1: Yo, I I gotta, I, gotta, I, gotta,
5: I gotta move okay. on
1: to another unanimous pick though, and showing JP's guy from his team, the Raiders. We unanimously <sighs> picked Tech Bowl. Yes. And I have to show this in full because this was, and then JP's going to talk about this. This was the ridiculousness in Bo Jackson. The motherfucker playing this game, I'm going to just skip through some. The motherfucker playing this game ran in circles just like this.
5: He went to the end zone and then back again. (laughs) (laughs) No,
1: ran out the whole quarter for one touchdown.
4: Touchdown Bo Jackson. Yeah, that was definitely way before I was born. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Absolutely. Yo, that JP right
5: there, does, that's how you got in the fights. It was technical.
3: Oh, dude, JP, dude it, it became technical. very personal. Man, man, Bo Jackson was unstoppable. That's that's the first thing, man. I used to use him. Man, I used to run him like 50 times a game. Left, right, man, up man. the middle. Whatever. And he was like the fastest player on the game, too. And,
5: and another he'd take the team, most hits. Yeah, exactly. Yes,
3: he would. And he, and people would bounce off him. Remember that? He
1: would yeah. just bounce
3: off him. Then um, another team I like to use, too, was the 49ers with uh, Montana Rice and Roger Craig. They yeah. were they were a dope team.
1: And, and Ronnie Lott was that defensive
3: player that you oh, selected yeah. to take down Kill everybody. Him. Charles Haley, too, on the other side. He was, he was good. I'm gonna tell you another team too that I use occasionally was the Philadelphia Eagles. Reggie White was unstoppable. mm -hmm. Reggie White was unstoppable. Brandon Cunningham was phenomenal.
5: But he wasn't even Cunningham. They didn't want to give him the props. They went, (laughs) he was was number 12.
2: He He was number 12.
1: And that was one of the things I wanted to talk about. Yo, remember, again, Sammy, you're a little too young for this, you could chill on the side real quick. (laughs) Remember when the cutscenes, if it was a black player and they showed him scoring the touchdown, it turned them white. Oh,
5: yeah, I just, they, I just thought they think I just don't think about that. Them white. I thought I thought they made Randall white.
1: <gasps> <laughs> oh, I, oh man, yo. I yo, I got now I gotta find
2: something.
5: Because that was my yeah. jam. My so th- when you
2: played no. Tech Mobile, you couldn't pick the Raiders. That was the rule before you that was sat the rule. down. No one can play before the Raiders. you sat That's down, right. you got the sticks. It was just like, no Raiders. Yo, I have to play this for y'all real quick because
1: this is an old school piece of comedy. I don't know if you remember this guy named Robbie Roadsteamer. This was back when the internet, before people were trending and shit like that. He had this guy and they called it a Tech Mobile Christmas. This explains exactly what I just spoke about.
4: Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what the oh. <laughs> Nintendo
1: and say what the hell is this?
3: fucked <laughs> <Nintendo laughs> up on
2: uh,
1: I am. <laughs> a random. guy on oh my gut? Randall a black man. What the
3: hell is this? <laughs> 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 no, nah, fuck that. are it going to be a black motherfucker to a <laughs> white, <laughs> white <laughs> motherfucker? <laughs> <How> they- <laughs>
2: You can't write
5: Nintendo about
2: TechnoVall. They
0: haven't even made
2: it in like 20. Oh shit. So you like Yo. I had to show that
0: to
1: y'all. Yo,
2: I never <laughs> seen that before. That's hysterical. <laughs> <first> yo.
1: <laughs> time, I'm gonna drop it in the group later, but the first time I seen that video, you seen how hard I was laughing now? Like it was just that bad. But I gotta move on though. I'm sorry. <laughs> Next up was, we're, we're getting a little under off the unanimous decision side. TJ picked this old school classic. Another one that Sammy wasn't even spurned
5: for. Oh, gonna say, double <laughs> yeah. Gosh, double yeah. dribble. What the this yeah. game? I remember, they didn't even say it right. It like, burble, burble.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yes, and Yo, I'm not even going to play it any longer. But yo, remember Mr. you missed the dunk? And it was that do
2: my man killed me with draws Petrovic in that game, bro. Yo. He would just hit the dot on the corner at the top of the screen and pull threes before Stephen Curry even knew what a three was about. And he would destroy me. He hit like 119 threes. yo. It was fucking you. You want to punch him in the face because he couldn't stop it. You could not stop the three pointer from Jarvis and Petrovic for the New Jersey Nets. And that was their best player.
5: Yeah. I, did you ever do the 360 uh, three pointers where if you jump, <laughs> I you jump and if you press left or right? He would go like rip, 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 rip.
1: Oh, man. But next up, though, we're going to go a little past five, obviously. But it's, it's, I had everything all set. But again, old disclosure, my computer was jacked up. So all the windows I had ready to go was, but next up is one of JP's games that he picked as some of the greatest games ever as far as sports is concerned.
2: Yeah. Fight. This was classic. Good call, JP. Good call, JP. This was dope. Yes, it was.
4: One of the most realistic boxing games
2: ever. I must've sprained my wrist playing this shit, bro. At least (laughs) twice. Yo, at that, least twice, trying to dodge and weave and duck blows. It was ridiculous.
5: Yo, I used to be blown away by like you would see them get bruised. They start. <laughs> spitting. I was like, yo, you get a cut above your eye. I was like, yo, this is too real. It's too real,
2: dude. You had to, you had to hit, you had to fix them up in the corner if you didn't do it right. Yeah, it was you, had, yeah
5: you had to catch it. You had to do it just right.
2: You didn't get that inswell on the on the on the on the eyebrow, right? You wasn't seeing for that next round.
5: <laughs> what about um, no? I wish they, I was gonna do a thing about this, like about Fight Night, um, for the next generation because they haven't made one. I was they gonna bring it back. They need to do, bring, like, it, back. Need to bring it back, remake, and like that. And that
2: could be easily done too.
5: Fight for New York. Where's my Def Jam? Yeah. yeah,
2: I was alive for that.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I was alive for that. <laughs>
1: yeah, but next up though, JP, what you
3: got to say on the fight night pick? Oh man, the game was incredible, man. Like you said, it was realistic, realistic bo- boxing game they ever had. They had wow. so many great fighters you could play with. It, you know, it, it was it was it was a dope game, man.
2: Okay. Yeah, Ernie Shavers with the crab style and shit like oh. that. It was crazy, man. I'm
4: surprised he had a uh, gaming system.
3: Sammy, go sit Whack ass down somewhere, drink some oh, damn warm milk in the corner. Oh, Miami, sit down, man. Sit there looking like cross. looking at all cross side of this shit. Yeah. I heard, oh. I heard Yo, you he said, I'm surprised you had a
1: game. <laughs> yeah, but He was, remember, he was in the building when they built the first circuit board for
2: Pong. Yo, don't get he it. Trust, I still got an Atari in here. I
5: got 2600. It's I mean, for I mean, the I mean,
2: children. I mean,
5: You're going to get a little advanced. I ain't going to go all the <laughs> <laughs> But
1: next up, I, I know I've been skipping my games. We'll be going with TJ's pick, uh, NBA 2K.
2: Yo, when this came out, it was undefeated, bro. It was undefeated. Everybody played this game.
1: And it was only because live fell off. Yeah, live was the live shit. was my. Shit. Li- I can I live could- lost
2: their licensing, and that's what happened. And then 2K took over, and it was glitchy,
1: it was like mad and glitchy at one time, too that a lot of people fell out of love with live, wanted something different. But niggas don't remember the first 2K. And I could go in my drawer right now and pull it out. When you had to match up the two arrows of the free throw shooting. Oh, that was the worst.
3: worst,
2: That was the worst,
1: bro. what made me hate that game was the, you couldn't shoot a free throw. You you couldn't shoot a free throw. Now you gotta, now it looks like you gotta put in a Konami code to be able to dunk
5: in the game. (laughs) Uh, you know, they overcomplicate. They did the same thing with Madden.
2: No, nah.
1: Madden is a little easier.
5: Yeah. Ah, Madden, you yeah. could
2: pick the plays, but in 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 two K, you had to actually execute it, which was a different story
5: altogether. I don't I remember that total control passing nonsense. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. Don't mind me. I'm bitter against some of the.
2: Yeah, stuff. yeah, because man, it was tough to throw a screen pass in Madden in the, in the early days without it getting broken up or somebody well, dying. The,
1: the early Madden's were just absolutely atrocious, but for my pick, a game that I personally would say a lot of people slept on, probably because they was black and they was like, "This is some white shit." NHL 94.
5: Oh, no, I play NHL. What you talking about?
1: I'm just about? fucking around. <laughs> but NHL 94, this was one of the best, I mean, probably to me, the best hockey game I've ever played. I never played no real new, new generation type hockey games, but this one, what made this game so ill was that once you hit the open ice, there was just a little move that you had to do that you could score like 12 to 20 games at a time. You just did the little tap to the side and fake, fake, and hit. Hit to the other post, you're scoring,
2: like, automatically. Dude, there was a movie level. that did a whole skit on the whole NHL 94, and the guy was like, I'm using Gretzky. And he was like, you can't use Gretzky. And he did the Bo Jackson shit on ice to him, like, Tecmo <laughs> Bowl, yo. And your man just like, fuck it, I'm leaving. And then he was so upset because Gretzky was like the Bo Jackson on that game. It was ridiculous. It was ridiculous.
1: Yeah, it definitely was.
5: I used to play Blades of Steel all the time. That was my shit. <laughs> I old I
1: am. <laughs> Oh no! I'm... shit in, in my boy Danny's house. We used to play Blades of Steel all the time, yo. Matter of fact, got a little bit for y'all right here just to check it out. You Remember you had to bump three or four times? There he goes. Oh damn ads. Fucked up the fight. <laughs> We're not we're not promoting. Blades of Steel
5: I, was like the double dribble of hockey.
1: Yes, <laughs> oh, but better. It was better than that. It was better than that. But um, the next one I was gonna run with was this one, which I, I went over, which it didn't come up. Is Joe Montana football? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pre Madden. It,
2: it was pre Madden. This game,
1: this everybody
5: game. had Joe Montana.
2: Yes, and my Giants were a beast on that team on that game, bro.
5: Oh no,
1: this was 95 was good at 94, was probably the better one. It's a beautiful day here in Kansas
2: City. Here comes oh my god, Sega Genesis all over again, bro.
1: And then it did the zoom up, which made this game super hard to
2: play when you had. The, when it when you did the zoom, you had to keep on the pass from there. You couldn't you yeah. couldn't pass from there. You were just going in a blind.
5: Trying to think. Was it difficult? I mean, I, no, cause I had Montana, so I was good. <laughs> 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 I back then I was definitely a hardcore like Niners fan. Mm. I was um, Niners, Eagles, and Dolphins. That's all I cared about. <laughs> wow.
1: Yeah, just Marino like almost, to almost Duper. Just like Randy.
5: <laughs> just yeah, Randy. Marino in every game was just had a rocket arm. <laughs> in Tecmo Bowl, he would throw from one end zone to the other. <laughs> he was unstoppable.
1: Mur, but up next is one of JP's picks. Sammy, you just might've been born for this one, maybe. Remember the old EA intro, intro cut screen?
2: Sammy doesn't know about the dot matrix.
4: No, not at all. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bulls versus Lakers. Holy I hate, crap.
2: I, I hated this game. Oh, I hated this <laughs> game. Whoa. I hated this game with a passion. I hated this game with a passion, bro. Oh, my God. I hated this game. And this was I don't even want to talk about it. I'm not even going to talk about this. I'm just Where- going to let y'all talk.
1: And let's remember with this game and all the games back in the day, this was when when we mentioned Randall Cunningham as player 12. Michael Jordan wasn't in – his name wasn't in any of the games back in the day. He was always player 23.
5: No, yes. Except for Jordan versus Bird because that was my jam. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, Jordan, yeah, versus, Jordan Bird. versus
3: Bird. Yeah. One-on-one
2: game.
5: I One love that game, game. boy.
2: Damn, man, you're bringing back mad memories right now, Dan. Yo, of of broken controllers, broken consoles, (laughs) fights with our brothers,
5: straight fight. getting beaten beaten for
2: not taking out the garbage because I was playing
5: the game, bro. Just like, man, my cousin used to bust my butt. Like, yo, we play Tecmo Bowl, it'd be 77 to 7. I'm like, sad.
3: (laughs) But I
1: think I think we did the good deed tonight and showing enough. There was more than a top five in that, man. And I lost track of what I had written down, because, like I said, frustrating, frustration, running on CPT. We're done. So y'all being the guests, Sammy and Jason, first final shout outs.
4: Um, I want to give a shout out to you guys for having me on the show. I also want to give Steven Jackson a shout out. Um. He was best friends with George Floyd, and he's taking it very, very hard. Yeah, he is. I just want to give him and George George Floyd's family and friends a shout out because they deserve all of our prayers and uplift and all that. No
5: Man, um, just to bounce off that, I was gonna say a shout out to just us as a culture, like you know, like everybody's now on edge. Uh, well, we're always on edge, but like, it's just, it's tough. You know, like you see your kind yeah. being taken out left and right, and just to those people who need somebody to talk to, like they should, hopefully people will open up to each other and like, create that dialogue, you know, because there's, there's gonna be a point where some people just can't take it anymore. And before it gets to Us doing something that may result into more, you know, deaths. Find somebody to talk to. You know what I mean?
1: Absolutely. And if y'all y'all should know me by now, I offer that advice there. I always open myself up to y'all. So if y'all ever need to vent, I'm not hard to find.
3: JP, man. Shout outs to uh, JC, Sammy. Shout outs to you, the mayor and TJ, of course. And you know, all I'm gonna say is freedom ain't free. Shout outs to George Floyd, Steve, Captain Stephen A, A. Jackson and Stephen Jackson. I know you will, I know he's gonna ride for us. And you know, of course, you know, peace and prayers to the, to the Floyd family. And you know, we can't let this death be in vain. You know, and as Marcus Garvey said, agitate, agitate, agitate. This is a fight that's going to be going on until we die and past past we die it's been going for 450 years it's a struggle and the struggle continues GJ,
2: yo shout out to you guys uh sammy for coming on jay nice meeting you first time talking to you man shout out is that a ninja scroll uh poster over your shoulder there
5: so? Oh yeah yeah
2: salute one of, <laughs> of my first enemies ever saw classic man classic so shout out to you guys for being on the show tonight love to have you guys on as much as possible you know and and contributing as well shout out to jp and dan for for putting it together put me on the team and shout out to the platform that you guys provided uh again without you know shout out to the floyd family and you know and everybody going through this struggle um there's, there's nothing more i can say that to change anything, but, you know, but to reach out, communicate and talk with one another and, you know, build towards the greater good of us as a people in in stopping this nonsense, for real.
1: (laughs) Yep. And again, big ups to all y'all. Thank you to my deacon bodyguard, Sammy, for coming through, (laughs) my brother, Jason, Thank you for coming through finally. This is the first time in I would say with the four almost five years we knew each other, but I you know,
5: know, right?
1: you know we wanted of the, you I mean we're not gonna talk about the other sit, you know, the other, how we met, because you know, yeah. just know just know that the connection we made oh two years ago over something, we, we 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 like this. No matter when we don't talk, if we don't talk or whatever, we oh yeah can hear with me. Oh yeah. And I, I ride with you till, till whenever. So we, we there with that. Thank you for coming on finally. You yeah. know, we got more work to do with this. You'll be back again eventually. Thank you, JP for finally shaving, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Look like an old wrinkled mole rat right now. Sleep. Shout outs to you TJ. My for- laugh It's not funny.
5: <laughs> oh, my God. God YouTube
1: oh. As always, man, you're you a big help. Both of y'all were big help in pre-show trying to get me through this clusterfuck, but we made it happen. Um, Y'all see the new fresh shirt. Hit up the show.com slash merch. You could go buy that up there, plus some sweatshirts, tank tops. It is getting a little warmer, just a little up here in the north. It's getting a little warmer. and <clears throat> Last but not least, again, rest in peace to everyone that we lost. And what was the brother's name again? I'm so mad that I just did that. George Floyd. George George Floyd. Floyd, Thank you, George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and everybody else who, who unfortunately lost their lives recently, man, it's, again, it's just get out and see fit to make change. The best way possible that you can make change in your area, because we got to remember, we don't live in these same zip codes and area codes and states to where we might think of something according to how it goes down here.
5: Mm -hmm.
1: But shit don't operate the same over there so whatever you can do to affect your change locally, even if that outside thing inspires you. If you have time, take a moment and do that. We do that here by way of trying to, you know, we had our argument in the beginning, but at the end of it all, I, I think we all gave out a little piece of education. And that's part of what we do here with the Start Five. Me and JP has been doing this for over five plus years now. We've had a number of episodes that displayed this much passion in and in, in love in, in discussing getting over these issues. We got enough information out there for y'all to look at and listen to, but now we can give it to you live. And we're going to continue to be that conduit for y'all who may need it. And with that being said, for everybody on this, your boy, the mayor we say peace. and We'll see y'all next week. Hopefully, not on CPT. Peace. Peace.
3: <laughs>